Hello, I'm back again. So, I just looked, since I brought it up in the last episode, it will be in two weeks from today, exactly two weeks from today, August 21st, will be one year that I've been, like, lathering on this podcast, if you can call it even a podcast, it's basically just me having mental breakdowns about different subjects and recording it for posterity (laughs) so I can look back at this one day. (laughs) Um, That's interesting. The end of, right around that time too is, is when I like saw my mom in person and told her that like that she couldn't be in my life anymore until she dealt with like the issues in her life that she never dealt with that led to things happening how they did too it'll be I'm thinking three years since that happened it feels like it's been 7,000 years since that happened it's like almost shocking that it's only been three years because like everything about my life has changed in the last three years like it's almost not that I'm thinking about that it's like wild for me to think of me from like August in 2018 um I had like no idea what was gonna happen but I was really done with pretending anymore it's just so weird to think about the other day like one of the things that is weird too is that like ever since covid happened a lot of different this is a total like transition of sorts but a lot of um, like restaurants and businesses and stuff have have closed because of covid and since i haven't had a car since like july i haven't i don't really know what's even um, like what's closed or not or what's changed and so like whenever the only time I leave the house in a car or leave the house period honestly is when I go to therapy every week and like the entire drive is only like a 10-15 minute drive to my therapy office every week there and back but every time I do it I like try to like I like actively try to not look at my phone and just kind of look around to see like you know what's changed in the area where I live because otherwise I don't I don't really have a chance to do that. And the other day I realized that like the the fucking Perkins that I met up with my mom when we had like that talk um isn't even it's not a Perkins anymore. It like sometime in the last year or so the Perkins closed and they're turning it into like a I don't even know what to call it It it's called like Bulldog something something it's like one of those like kind of tavern bar kind of places where like after a certain time of night it's probably primarily a bar but they also will probably have a ton of TVs and have food and stuff especially during the day before it gets like later on and people are just drinking I don't know if that's like something that every place has or if that's like a more midwestern focused thing but that's something a lot of a lot of places are here have is kind of like a tavern kind of feel where they have like bar food which is basically like unhealthy like you know deep fried or whatever kind of stuff um that you can get during the day and like burgers and pizza and and shit like that and but like after a certain time of night everyone who goes there is basically just like watching sports and drinking (laughs) that's very much Wisconsin in a nutshell um so I wanted to record this because I've just been I don't know today I've been lonely because I've just been bored like I don't have anything I've been like trying to find something to do and I think part of the issue with that is that um the Olympics gave me something to do like so that's why I like ranted about (laughs) NBC for like 20 minutes yesterday because I know that there's things that I could watch on the 
website that I don't have access to, um, since I don't have cable, and so I'm really annoyed that I'm bored, because I know that there's things that would be taking up my time, because, like, the last, like, two weeks or so, there was, like, new competitions and things like that for me to watch in these different sports, and they made, like, time go by much faster, like, it was nice to, like, be having time, like, to be having my time taken up by something that I was enjoying, um, and now I'm sitting there, and I keep, like, trying to find something to watch on, like, YouTube or something like that, and I can't really find anything, and, um, been trying to find new, like, the thing I do, whenever there's, like, a new interest of mine, I always want to, like, learn as much as I can about it, so I've been trying to watch surfing competitions, but it's, like, it's hard, it's always hard when you first get into, like, something new to try to figure out where you should be going to find these things. Like, I remember when I first started watching gymnastics, it took a while for me to find, like, people online who were actively fans of it and could tell me like what websites to go to to find like competitions that I could watch online not like on YouTube or something like that I don't even know if that exists for a sport like surfing um I know that they have have fans and everything that watch it um but still it's like kind of a low-key like very neat like even more niche sport than gymnastics is um, but I'm going to try to find it. Um, but yeah, today I've just been, like, I've just been bored. And I haven't, I don't have anywhere to, obviously I don't have anywhere to go. And I don't really have anything to do. And it's been hard to get me to focus on anything to watch. Um, that would help, like, pass the time. And the reason why I wanted to do this or talk about this is because, um, I didn't talk about it in the episode that I did yesterday, and I realized after I stopped talking that I never brought it up really, but, um, the friend, I know I mentioned on here that one of my old friends from, like, where I live, uh, that I haven't talked to in over a year, I saw a a TikTok actually talking about how it's not nice to be the friend that everyone else kind of makes fun of, and it made me think of that friend and wanting to apologize to her, so I sent her a message, and she responded and said, like, sorry, basically, for how things went with us, and she said, like, if you want to meet up for coffee sometime, um you know, just let me know, and I said, yeah, I want to meet up in person, because there are, like, things I want to say, not only, there's a lot of things I would want to, I would want to say, because we never really got to talk things out at all, really, um, and, uh, but I told her, like, I don't have, like, I don't have a car anymore, um, so we can't really talk in the same way that we used to. And I, or, you know, before, like, when I had a car, I would, we would meet somewhere close, somewhat close to her, where she lives, and then I could just, like, drive her back home afterwards or something. But I don't have a car either. So I basically just told her, like, if you just pick a place, like, pick a coffee shop or something by somewhat by you that's open right now I'll just you know get a lift or whatever and get there so that we can talk um and yeah so I just I I just kind of put it all like if you really want to meet up then you just decide where you want me to go and then I'll go there um And it's been, like, a while since I said that, um, and she hasn't responded. It's been, um, 
Yeah, it's been almost a week. Like, it, she asked, like, would you want to talk, like, over video chat? And I was like, no. Like, this is stuff that we need to talk about in person. And then I'm, it will be, like, a week on Monday, basically. And um, I have my... I turned, like, the chat we had on... Uh, we have on Facebook off. Like, muted the notifications since notifications like that freak me out ever since everything happened with my mom um with her incessantly messaging me and um so every day I like open my Facebook messenger app to see if she's saying something and she hasn't and that feels like and I'm just sad about that. Um, and, yeah, I'm just, I'm trying to figure out right now how to put into words how I feel. Um, like, my therapist asked me, like, what would happen? Like, how would, how do you think you would feel if you, if, you know, she didn't want to meet up? Like, how would you react? And I said, like, I think I'd be sad, but at least I tried. And, it, like, I still agree with that feeling. Like, it doesn't seem like... It doesn't seem like she's actually going to go through with it. I want to be proven wrong. Um, this friend had had a habit of not showing up or yeah or like kind of forgetting about things for a while like putting things off things like that or would just get distracted by life and forget to like message back people about things um but I think the thing that's also making me sad is like so this seems this might not seem like a big deal but um the friends that I had including this person we used to go to like all of the kind of festivals like um if you don't live in the midwest in the United States um so Wisconsin where I live the summertime is and like the fall is my favorite time but the summertime is um part of the reason why the summertime is fun besides that it like if you have like a boat you can go out on a boat in a lake is that there's a lot of kind of like food related festivals that are always going on here like there's usually there's a huge summer like summer usually there's a huge music festival called Summerfest every summer on the 4th of July they move that this year to October because of everything um but, like, there's, like, um, like, German Fest, Festa Italiana, Polish Fest, um, basically every, like, kind of different ethnic group you can imagine that lives in Milwaukee, and then they also have State Fair, and most of those, I'm pretty sure all of those festivals got canceled again this year, too, besides them trying to do Summerfest in about a month or so, um, but state fair is going on right now and one of my friends in that friend group um he would always do like this whole plan with state fair where we would always go we would usually go on like a saturday like a friday saturday and then the next weekend after that another saturday we would go for like the whole day he would he's one of those people that would like there's always like new food to try every year so he would, like, print off a list with all the different foods he would want to try. And the thing that we did to, like, save money is that as, like, a group, like, the four or five of us, however many of us happened to go, we would go together and then one person would pay, like, we if, for example, there was some, like, food on the stick, one person would go get one whatever food that was on a stick and, um... And then everybody would try, like, the one thing that we bought. So, like, so we would, 
be able to try a lot more food because we weren't we were all sharing it we weren't every one person wasn't eating the entire thing and it saved a lot of money that way um, because you'd only have to pay for something one out of like every four times or something like that and it was just you know something fun that we did every summer and I didn't even realize that like state fair was still happening until I saw something that said that it's going on right now um and I was thinking about if I should like message or if I should message my friend or the old friend of mine who hasn't responded about where we could meet up or anything like that and say like well if you're going to go to state fair we can always just meet up after you leave since that's where they do state fair is close to where I live um that would only be like a five minute car ride to meet up somewhere um but I don't know if I should even but I know I'm not sure if I should even say that because I don't want to because I I don't want to force somebody to meet up with me if you know what I mean like the thing that I used to do I used to put in a lot of effort with relationships with people that didn't really put in the same amount of effort into relationships with me or like somebody would be nice to me and I would be like this person is the best they're like maybe we can become like really good friends um things like that because getting like having people be nice to me and having people like me for me was so seemed like such a rare experience that whenever I got any kind of positive reinforcement um I kind of jumped at it and so I tend to do that um I I definitely did that before where I would kind of especially with that group of friends I um let a lot of stuff go in like the year or so leading up to when we stopped talking and um put a lot of effort into trying to talk to them and keeping things going when it seemed when I knew that it seemed like it wasn't going to be working anymore and I don't want to do that anymore um I don't want to continue trying to like cultivate relationships with people that don't have like the best not even the best intentions in mind but just don't see our friendship in the same way and like it feels ironic to say that because she's the one that brought up like wanting to meet in person but it's like I don't know if that was just something she said or if she really means it because now that I'm like trying to make it happen it's just stalled and yeah that's just making me sad um and feel and I think that is making me feel even more lonely than I usually do because I'm just thinking about how like like that it's so weird when you have like a a friend group breakup because it's weird in this instance because the rest of them are still friends I'm just not there so like it's just so odd to know to still know like the, the things that they do every summer like the kind of things that we just did every single summer as like part of our like friend routine like we always went to state fair we always uh would go up to my one of my other friends like he would offer us to go up to like his mom and his stepdad's house um who lived on a lake by a boat and uh we always he that same friend always had a halloween party every october um like little stuff like that and it's just odd 
to be the only one not doing that anymore and the only one um, of that group that's like not partaking in that and knowing that that's the kind of that that's likely what they're doing I'm just not there anymore it's it's a really weird kind of feeling it's almost like a like if I wouldn't have stood up for myself in that moment last May I know exactly what I would be doing this weekend um kind of feeling you know but it just makes me sad it that like I I do agree with what my what I told my therapist I I don't regret trying and like that's the thing that I can't remember if I said that or not but what I told my therapist was that I tried that I was glad that I you know tried to meet up with that person that former friend so that we could have a chance to talk things out and since with that particular friend I never we we didn't really we never really did that um some things happened between us that weren't great and we just I was mad I was not happy with her at the time and um she just kind of backed off from me but we never talked about anything that happened between us or how that even happened or how we felt about it or anything like that which is why I wanted to meet up with her like the other two people from that friend group I was very honest with them about how I felt um when all of that happened like there's no question with those with the other two people like what happened or why we're not talking or anything like that um but with this other person, we never had, like, that kind of just one-on-one time to just say, like, what's, what we're feeling or what we're thinking or, or anything like that. Um, and so I wanted that. I wanted a chance to, to do that and say, like, I'm sorry for, um, I'm sorry for, like, how aggressive I can be sometimes. And maybe coming off, coming on too strong or being too harsh towards her. Um, and because especially in 2019 and stuff, my emotions were all over the place. But I wanted to say, like, I'm sorry for that, but also to say, like, going forward, like, whatever happens past this point, to almost have her realize that, like, not a backing away from someone like the thing she said in the message she sent to me was basically she didn't know how to be my friend when I was going through all of that so she just backed away so that somebody else could be my friend but the issue at hand is that there is nobody else to be my friend like there's nobody that's the whole point like I've spent this past year so isolated and alone because there is no one else um and it it's also like a thing of she didn't tell me that when that was going on if she would have just shared that with me that would have made a big difference because at least then I would have understood from her side like what she was feeling and what and why that was happening when it was when it was happening I had no idea I just was so confused and overwhelmed. I didn't know what exactly what was going on. Um, that would have helped. And I likely then would have told her, like, I don't have anyone else, like, waiting <laughs> or something. Um, that's, like, the other thing that I just want her and that, and through her, like, the rest of that friend group to understand that, like, if you see someone going through something really hard and you feel like you're not, you don't know how to help them, just be honest with that with them instead of, like, backing away from them because that's not going to help anybody. That's, like, the opposite of what people need. And, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm just sad. 
I'm sad that she hasn't gotten back to me, and it seems like, you know, maybe she'll, after I make this, she'll prove me wrong, and she'll respond to me and want to meet up in person, and we'll be able to figure it out, but, um, it doesn't seem like it anyway, and I'm trying not to get my hopes up too much, because it just, um, Losing those people as friends last year was really hard. I... Like, this whole thing with her, I've just wanted to be able to be honest with her from the perspective that I'm at now. Like, I'm not in that, like, firestorm like I was at the time. It's easier for me to exist on a day-to-day level. I can regulate my emotions a lot better over the last year, um, and I have perspective that I didn't have before, and so I wanted there to be a chance to be able to look at it from, like, not going, actively going through it, and explain why I felt the way that I did, and why I acted the way that I did and apologize for not standing up for her when our other friends would pick would pick on her just to make them their own ego feel better and things like that um but there isn't much that I can do about it if they're not going to try um that's really hard to take though it's, this stuff sucks, like, just in case anyone wondered what it felt like to lose, like, a friend that's known you for a long time, it really sucks, especially when you don't trust anyone, like I do, or I don't, there isn't really, like I said, I just said there, there aren't, there aren't people to replace them, and I know that I'm, I'm going through this whole thing of, like, building back some of my self-esteem and things like that, um, but I, sometimes I just have days like today where I'm tired of waiting, like, I'm tired of being alone, um, like, even though my agoraphobia is still ridiculous, and I never leave the house unless I absolutely have to, like, I still, on days like today, get sad that, that, like, you know, people just don't ask, there's nobody around to ask if they want to see me, um, like I used to with those people, like, I'm not going to state fair this weekend, I have no plans with anyone ever. Like, even the thing that I want to do for fun, just to, like, stay in a hotel for a couple days, that will be me, you know, just me. Again. Like, I'm obviously okay with being independent and being by myself. Um... Like, the last year and a half has definitely taught me that, if nothing else. But it just makes me sad, especially because I can remember doing all those things with those people. And it's always, like, more fun to stay in a hotel with your friends and, like, go sit in a hot tub and talk and laugh. And, like, I would drink, like, one drink and be drunk and just be silly and, and feel happy and they would make me laugh and it would feel nice um even just leaving the house for a couple hours with them would always feel nice and it's moments like today where I just feel sad that even though I know that I'm like working on being in a place where I could be friends with people who have a healthier outlook and are a good kind of healthy people that will treat me well and not be like balanced over 
exaggerated one way or the other. Um, I still get tired of, like, waiting and knowing that there are friends like that for me out there, but I just don't want to, I just want to meet them. And, like, I want to be able to trust myself that when I would meet those people, I wouldn't immediately just trust them. That I would, like, listen to them or, like, believe them or give them a chance for them to even get to know me. I don't even know how somebody would meet me at this point who don't already know me. Um, since I never, I literally never leave the house. (laughs) The only time I leave my apartment is to take out the garbage and to go to therapy once a week. That's legitimately the only time I leave my apartment building. So I don't even know, like, what I could be doing where I would meet new people besides just people finding me online, which is always an option. But I still, like... I still just want that to happen. I'm tired of sitting here. I think that this is a feeling that a lot of people are having right now with the Delta variant popping up again. I think a lot of people are feeling this feeling of like, I'm tired of watching my life like pass by and not being able to be a part of it. Although like the whole COVID stuff was weird at least for me, because a lot of people were sad and struggling because they were like, you know, I have family and friends that I haven't been able to go see in a really long time, and we miss each other, and I didn't have that. I don't have people that I can't see, so in mine, like, my feeling is more, I am tired of having to, like, put off trying to find those people, because because I can't go anywhere or do anything. So, like, the, the ways that I could have found people to be friends to replace the people that I lost just don't exist. So I'm, like, always kind of almost treading water in a way. Um, and I just... And I'm just tired of, like... I'm tired of kind of feeling like I'm stuck in this place. And I don't think I would be upset at all right now about this if I had never messaged that friend. (laughs) Um, I still don't regret doing that. I'm not going to because I would rather try, after all everything that's happened, I would rather try reaching out to apologize for something that I did that I feel like was not good and like make an attempt to like make amends even if it doesn't work out than to not do anything at all um like even if we don't see each other in person again after this at least she knows how I feel she knows that I apologized for how I treated her in this kind of the situation that she was in that was not a positive experience at least she'll know that um, and at least I can know that I put in as much effort as I possibly could have to just try to make it open communication between me and someone that I feel like communication broke down in. Um, so I, I am glad that I did that, but I also know that I wouldn't be quite as sad and lonely today because I, like, introduced an option to not feel like that for a while. Um, like, I introduced the possibility of, of meeting up with someone new, or at least someone, even if they're not completely new, someone, um, having a conversation with them, and then if that conversation went well, there would be a hope that we would at least even if we weren't, like, friends where we would, like, meet up to hang out like we used to, we would at least, like, could have things be just in a neutral place instead of in, like, kind of a a sad or hurtful place like it was after everything. Um, 
Like, I liked the idea of that, of the possibility of that. So it sucks that it might not work out that way. And because there was the possibility of that, it feels like, it feels like losing something again for trying. Um, because, you know, that possibility wouldn't have been introduced again if I hadn't tried. Um, but who knows, maybe a week from now she'll have responded and we'll have picked a place and have picked a day to meet up and I'll be able to have hope like that again. I just am, I'm getting tired of just, I miss, this sounds, might sound weird if you've never gone through something like this before. And just as a caveat, I do want to say that it's very, it is extremely normal when you're going through, like, a whole healing trauma journey to lose, like, all of your friends. Because before we work on ourselves, we pick people who remind us of things that we're used to. We're used to our family being abusive and people not treating us well. And we don't think that we deserve to be treated well, so we tend to pick friends that validate that feeling about ourselves. It's extremely normal to kind of lose most of the relationships that you have with people once you don't look at things like that anymore and want people that treat you nicer. Those things, if they don't like kind of come along with you with the idea of like, self-improvement and stuff, then a lot of those relationships do fall off. So just in case somebody was wondering, like, it's not like, you're not like weird or somehow more messed up or something if you're going through the same thing. Um, I don't even remember what I was saying before I started saying all of that. (laughs) Um, yeah. Like, I know that it's, it's very, I know that it's, it's what happens, but I guess, oh, I know what I was saying. I'm tired of not having anybody in my life that really knows me in the way that, like, my sister does, obviously, but, um, but it was nice, like, with those friends, having people who knew me for years, um, like, the friend that I'm talking about wanting, seeing if she'll meet up with me. She knew me since I was a freshman in high school, which for me was in 1999, like 22 years ago. Um, the newest friend in that friend group I had known for like four or five years, but that's still at least a while. Those three people all knew me very well. They knew who I was. They knew my family. They knew everything, most of the things that I had, like, kind of dealt with, I knew why I was the way I was, and my personality, and what my relationships were like with my sister, and my mom, and my family, and, um, my job, and just everything about me, like, it's nice just having people in your life that know you for you, you don't have to, like, explain kind of the different dynamics, or the different things, or even just like people you don't have to explain anything they know already know you they know who you are and they accept you and it's just it was a very nice comforting thing for all those years to have people who knew and understood me that were there to for me to be around that's why I liked being around them for so much it felt safe and comfortable and I miss having that like there's been a couple friends online that I've made in the last like six or seven months but none of those people really know me like they did because we're still getting to know each other um and whatever new people I would bring into my life as friends would be going through the same process with me too like I would be getting they would be getting to know me again But at least if I had, like, new friends like that, we would be, like, cultivating a relationship, you know, together. Like, I always, I said this in therapy, um, this week, but, like, I always feel better when there's, like, 
some sort of a plan happening. Even if it's, like, long-term, like, it'll take a while for it to come to fruition, I'm still glad that it, like, it's happening in the first place. I think that's the hardest thing for me right now is that there isn't, like, a, like, I feel like I'm just in a holding pattern. And the possibility of meeting up with that former friend felt like progress because even if we just talked and understood each other and never saw each other after that it would at least we would at least leave that situation with a lot more like clarification and understanding of each other than we did when we you know when we walked in so and it would and like I'm trying to think of a way to say this, but, like, communicating, like, being able to say out loud what I'm thinking and feeling to somebody else and, like, acknowledge the mistakes that I've made and also express, like, ways that they hurt me and not just, like, a, uh, like, in a kind of controlled and well thought out way instead of just kind of the emotions taking over in the moment and then immediately backtracking is something new for me like the last like three years or so I feel like that's been like one of the many gigantic battles that I've been having is just letting myself feel actual emotions and letting myself be angry at people or sad or or disappointed or whatever they happen to be like I used to spend so much of my time trying to convince myself that I wasn't upset or angry at people around me or they weren't disappointing me or I felt left out or whatever it happened to be because um Honestly, because of this situation, because I didn't have that many people around, and it was really scary for me to, like, the friends that I had during all of those years until I went back to therapy and all this started happening, um, like, they were the reason why I even survived as long as I did in, like, this uh, trauma response state that I was for all those years until I could get to the point where I could actually start like dealing with it all and they're the reason why I even got through the time of trying to deal with it all um and I think that I was always very aware of that that like it's like ever since I was a little kid I was always looking like I've said this a million times before but like literally literally absolutely every single piece of like media or anything that I've ever been like invested in is like a found family of some kind (laughs) even like the sports that I like like surfing not really there's not as much like of like a team aspect when it comes to that although a lot of the it seems like a lot of the people in the surfing community like the professional surfers all get along really well and like appreciate each other Um, But, like, gymnastics and baseball are very much, like, team sports. And a bunch of people coming together, like, once a year or, like, for the Olympic team once every four years to try to work together to do, like, this new goal. Like, part of the whole thing with gymnastics is that there's girls that, that have been on, like, the U.S., like, national team for gymnastics together since they were, like, 11 years old. And the Olympics is always, like, an emotional time because only a couple of them can be picked for the Olympic team. And a lot of them are, like, graduating high school and going to, like, separate colleges. Um, and they're having to, like, say goodbye to, like, their best friends that they've been seeing once a month since they were, like, 10 or 11 years old. Like, even with those sports, there's still, like, a found family aspect to it. And so, like, growing up, just, I was always so looking for friends that could I could consider like family so that I could replace my actual family um and so it's always been I always resisted 
ever like being angry or upset or anything negative towards any of them really until it got to a point where I was just 200% done and was like goodbye I'm never speaking to you again there was almost like because it was because I was it always seemed dangerous to like even let myself acknowledge that they might not be the best person for me to be around because if they weren't around then I didn't have anyone and then it was like how am I supposed to function on a daily level without these people around I couldn't do that and at the time through all those years I really couldn't do that and so it's been a whole battle to like let those people kind of fall to the side and to be in a situation where I could talk about how they like how they hurt me and express like to try to tell them like try not to let this happen with anybody else in the future and um and also at the same time to not just like immediately like forgive them <laughs> like that's the other side that I tend to do is like I would I would be really angry and really hurt or upset at someone and then they would apologize um and I would just immediately want to let everything go like one of the hardest I think that's one of the hardest things for people to learn especially when you have to like cut out a family member and things like that like my mom could show up at my apartment tomorrow and admit to everything that she's never admitted to and I still probably wouldn't want her in my life or trust to have her in my life in any real way because like there's already been like a lifetime of hurt and pain nothing that she really does from this point forward can really completely quote-unquote like make up for that and so there's so it but it was always hard for me to kind of grasp that idea because when people would say sorry and they would apologize and show that they felt bad I would just usually forgive them because I would just think like oh you're just being dramatic and ridiculous and um why are you being so mean to them things like that and like beat myself up but like I guess like the I guess the thing I'm trying to I wanted to try to do with this other person this former friend I wanted there to be the opportunity that we could meet up and I could be honest about the places where I made mistakes and talk about the things that happened with her and why I think it happened the way that it did and how it hurt me so that and try to be like try not like just if anything like this ever happens in your life going forward like try to just be honest with them so this kind of thing doesn't have to be like this anymore and to be able to just be honest about everything without it turning into like an over emotional like yelling match or any anger or anything like that and then also to be able to leave and just kind of leave it like that and not immediately be like okay so we're friends again let's go back to what we used to do before because that wouldn't work either um I just it's really hard for me to be able to communicate clearly what I'm feeling in a way that like other people will understand um it's like honestly like a skill that I've been trying to learn and I I'm much better at it now than I've ever been with it before I think but it's still really hard to do um And I feel like I'm ready at the at this point to be able to talk to someone that I used to be close with and be able to say, like, yeah, I know I, like, was too hard on you sometimes. I know that I likely hurt you. I know that I could have handled things better than I did. But you also hurt me too, and this is how. And neither one of us meant to do that, but it still happened that way, and... I'm really glad that you were my friend for as long as you were and just because we're leaving this place and leaving this meeting in a better place doesn't necessarily mean we're going to go back to being friends again it doesn't really solve any of the issues that we had leading up to that moment but at least we're 
in a much more open and honest place and being able to hear each other out instead of just it being done and that's it, we're over. Um, I feel like I'm actually ready to do that kind of stuff. And it, it sucks that... Um, it sucks that it feels like it's not going to happen. Even though nothing's happened, it feels like rejection. For her to offer and then me take her up on it and then have things just not happen. Yeah, I just... I just miss having people to talk to on a daily basis. I almost like miss having reasons to even leave the house. Like, I really don't have to confront any of my like agoraphobia fears really in any way because I never leave the house or go anywhere. Um, the times that I do, I go to therapy and then I, I go in my sister's car or with in her boyfriend's car, whichever one she happens to be driving, but those are both safe places because I'm in a car with somebody that I trust. Um, it's not like a challenge, per se. I'm not doing anything kind of outside of my comfort zone. And I feel like it's I'm just stuck in that... I've been stuck in this, like, pattern of that since... for a long time. For like around a year probably of doing that ever since i moved into this apartment really almost a year i've been kind of stuck in that of like wanting people in my life again but not having any idea how to meet them or even how to handle that in a healthy way instead of letting my fear of being abandoned or misunderstood or both take over a relationship and ruin it. I just, I don't know, I'm feeling just sad, disappointed. Wishing that that person would have just gotten back to me so that I still had hope that just something positive could be salvage out of that 20 year friendship even if it's just leaving that moment feeling like we understand each other that would be a positive 